This is the Epilog Audio Experience. The language and content on this podcast may be unsuitable for certain audiences. Listener discretion is advised. To all our brand new listeners, this is a weekly podcast where I, Dread Indian, talk about the craziest, funniest, and weirdest news from around the world. People do some whacked out shit and I'm going to be highlighting those people's crazy antics. Welcome to episode 28 of the Dread Indian Show and I want to go to Goa right now. That's because uh, my good friend uh, Clyde who is right here, he's a special guest on the show today. Hi Clyde. Hey. And uh, he has come out with a new book and the book is called Susegad, The Goan Art of Contentment and it's a great book. It talks about something very close to my heart, very close to Clyde's heart, Goa. Absolutely. So, uh, Clyde, please tell us something about the book. Yeah, so uh, this is a book that uh, everybody who loves Goa, who loves going to Goa, who loves the Goan food, who loves the Goan drink, who loves the Goan beaches, who just... People who love Goa, this is the book for you. It's got everything about the food, about the music, about the culture. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. And it's got recipes on uh, sweets like bibink. It's got recipes on how to make Reshad Bangra. Uh, if you guys love Reshad Bangra, I love Reshad Bangra. Right? Mm, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the that kind of book, which is, uh, it's a, one is it's a beautiful looking book. So you guys can check it out, please. Uh, take a look at it uh, on Amazon. It's my mom. Cigar. She really liked the cover of the book. She liked the the recliner and all. She like, yeah. ah, that's like Goa. Yeah. So the recliner is there. There's got the coconut trees on it. It's got the kingfish. Uh, it's got the bangra on a plate. It's got the and then there's some fanny bottle inside the book also. There's a free fanny bottle that comes <laughs> along with it. So if yeah, you they keep that with guns and all. Eight. Eight. <laughs> I think Godfather they kept a gun in the book. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. In one of the yeah, yeah. yeah. So eight page eighty eight has a secret bottle on it. If you want to check that out. Uh, but yeah, uh, to answer a little bit more, it's uh, basically the chapters are named by Goan terms. So I'll just you know quickly uh, you know rattle off the chapters. So Sosegado, which means Sosegad, uh, which basically means peace and quiet. Then going Karpon, which is being Goan. Then Wait, what? going Karpon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is Goan people having sex. Yeah. Going Karpon is basically about being Goan. Jewan, which is food. Food. Okay. Then Kantar means song in Goa. Kasa means home. Home. Exactly. Alright, parampara, you want to guess what that parampara means? Parampara is tradition. Traditions, exactly. Ah. Doria, guess what that means? Doria is distance? No, Doria is the ocean. I thought Doria. The sea. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the, these are the various chapters in the book. Uh, and uh, each of them delve into, you know, the various aspects of uh, everything from a sea salt water bath to a well bath to uh, food like uh, Russia. Do you talk about the hippies or anything over yeah, here? Uh, yeah, I spoke about a very, very, there's a, there's a very famous hippie, by, by the way. Okay, he also had dreads, if I'm not mistaken. Goagil? Uh, no, not Goagil. There's a guy called Eight Finger Eddie. Eight Finger Eddie? Yeah, so Who Eight Finger, eight finger he has only He had only eight fingers, okay, by the way. Uh, I know 11 finger Hrithik. Yeah, I, 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 don't, yeah, I don't know whether he was <laughs> born with eight fingers or not. Okay, but he was basically an Armenian who got fed up of the Armenian-American life and he just ditched everything and just... In Goa, like in Goa, and he said he found enlightenment in Goa. So he said that basically, when he touched the sun, he felt touched the sun. Yeah, that's what he what said. Was it? Some touching the bald guy, something. I think touching the bald guy something. So this is one hippie I've spoken about. He's he's a legend, by the way. Did you, you meet check him out on YouTube? No, no, he's dead. Okay, but uh, but you can check him out on YouTube. Okay, just type Eight Finger Eddie, and now there's a beer named after him. It's called Eight Finger Eddie. Eight Finger Eddie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the hippie I've spoken about. So you tasted the beer? Obviously. The beer is awesome. Uh, it's it's quite a nice tasting beer. It's very different from Kings. Do you have to hold Kings, it with eight fingers? Yeah, you can hold that's it with like eight the fingers. Yeah, yeah, like a yoke can, eight finger can. <laughs> so 
so yeah it's it's uh, it's made in goa uh, but the king's brewery you said king's is brilliant king's Ajay is the king's. local super super local oh yeah the medicine bottle beer yeah, yeah. so got. that's that small stout bottle which is very raw and you know it's got this it's cute. i mean it's cute and i, I think it uh, i don't know a lot of people like it but it's the quintessential goan beer but now there are a lot of these other micro breweries like eight finger ready there's a jogri beer uh, that i've spoken about in the book and everything so that's all there that you can check out yeah sweet 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 uh goa like i mean uh, for somebody like like i said as soon as uh, clyde uh, told me so I, i used to keep asking clyde clyde when are you writing your next book and uh, his previous books uh, the first one was kissing ass which was about office politics and a lot of other funny stuff that happens in the office and then the second book was uh, ghanta college which is about uh, all the the antics and and everything associated with your college life in which uh, clyde gave me the privilege of writing uh, a small para but i i reminisced uh, my own days of of uh, Xavier's. yeah yeah zevia's days and uh, uh, taking the college refund and how my dad used to take the money back i used to drink at sunlight <laughs> or something oh yes yes my dad <laughs> took all my money but yeah so that that's the other book and then uh, when he told me he's writing a book on goa i'm like obviously cuz goa is so close to his heart and and uh, everybody i mean everybody loves goa so uh, a book that kind of you know uh, encapsulates everything about goa the food the music eight figure yeah, everybody, everybody wants to be in the susigat state of mind and right now since we can't go to yeah, goa yeah especially now because i mean after the lockdown everybody's like everyone talks about all of this right mental health feeling good feeling at peace what to do everyone's like kind of feeling this sucky yeah, about up. everything they're, they're fed, fed up, up and they they feel sucky <laughs> about everything in life true, true, true. so this book kind of helps you do that you know just just chill just read it or even just carry it around with you whatever it looks you know, cool it, it looks, looks cool. cool it's great it's one of those you know like the subtle art of not giving a fuck books where yeah, you yeah. just hold it in your hand and, and it's hard enough to hit people also it's hard enough it's hard cover so I yeah my sister with it so i know it. <laughs> yeah so that's what the book is about sweet sweet so you guys can uh, go and uh, uh, buy this book on amazon uh, it's yeah. uh, is it on other it's available everywhere amazon crossword in your belpuri shop no, not on belpuri shops imagine the belpuri guys in the paper else. to make bail <laughs> like yeah, what the hell so uh, the book's name again is susekart the uh, the golden art of contentment yep. uh, written by clyde souza you guys can go and follow him on instagram at uh, clydescope doodles and he makes lovely doodles really funny doodles honestly Thank i'm not you. just i'm not just pushing this because he's right here or talking good about it it's really funny doodles please go check it Or follow him on Instagram, and you know, uh, he, more books coming. Yeah, uh, more books coming about different soon. states. Yeah, no, so please <laughs> follow me if you want to know a lot more stuff. Like I've just posted an interview with this guy who's the founder of Museum of Goa. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about okay. me. Okay, so 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 I, I'm <laughs> posting interviews that I've done with them, video interviews. Oh really? Yeah. Then this my next video that I'm going to do is an interview that I did with this guy called Marius Fernandez who lives on Divar Island. Divar Island. Yeah, he's someone he's told called, me about it. Yeah, he's called Goecho Festekar. Okay. okay so what he does is he has festivals oh. and these festivals are not your reggae trans festivals not your sunburn or no, your, your not those kind of yeah not not those kind of festivals but local goan festivals so the he'll church do festivals. like a jack no he'll do like a jackfruit festival eh? where he celebrates the jackfruit so he'll go to the village which is popular for jackfruit he'll okay. tell them to make jackfruit dishes the display their jackfruit oh, really? then he'll ask the local goan musicians to come and sing or remo fernandes and all these guys to come and dance yeah oh, then so he'll have the jackfruit festival then he's got a gumot festival so he's done 50 festivals like that and guess what wow. all the festivals are free you oh, can really? just go there and chill yeah but food is not free right food no it's all volunteered all volunteers oh. volunteers come they bring their food there are no drinks Eh, okay, <laughs> not fest. Yeah, eh, but, but then, then it's a gathering. Yeah, but 50, then it's a lecture. Fifty, but it's good. No, but it's fun. It's, it's fun. Dance, it's fun. Yes, yes, yes. Not, not necessary. You don't need alcohol yeah. for all the enjoyments. Exactly. It's good yeah. time and comfort. So yeah, so I've I've spoken to him. I went to Divar Island where I had the best sumta bene with him. Uh, sumta sumta bene is basically prawns and bene. 
Ben is basically lady fingers. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, you can check that out. There's the interview with him in the book. There's interviews with Remo Fernandez. Oh, really, uh, Remo? Yeah, Remo. What does he do nowadays? Remo right now basically chills between Goa and Portugal. Ah. Okay, so I caught him. I did. I did the phone interview. On the border. It was locked down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on the border. Because he was sir, waiting sir. to go to Portugal. Oh, really? So he sweet. lives there uh, six months and lives in Goa six months. He's he's from Shiolim, by the way. Oh, okay. So he's also given his interview. He was kind enough to give the interview in the book. So there's all of that. There's interviews. There's short, short fiction, by the way. Short. So okay. every chapter has this fiction on uh, different chapters okay. so for example in the food chapter there is a fest- there is a chapter there is a fiction chapter on uh, mankurad mangoes mankurad mangoes are the popular mankurad mangoes in goa okay. and there's basically a murder that happens over a case of mangoes so there are different okay. stories like that I'll, I'll read the, the fiction part over there yeah. I never knew you know, we never knew that that is yeah, in the book yes. I thought it's only food and, and culture yeah, yeah. But so there's, there's interviews there's fiction stories there's doodles there's photographs of various churches and Fanny on page 88 and Fanny bottle small hidden. tiny Try bottle 10 ml yeah. 10 ml you can find it it's, it's somewhere dug deep inside over there yeah. But <laughs> so yeah please please uh, go and uh, check uh, this book out it's on Amazon and, and uh, all other places just check it on uh, on Google uh, Susegard The Goan Art of Contentment and uh, Clyde thank you for thank you being for inviting me on uh, as a guest on your podcast and all the <laughs> and, best with it and Clyde like I said GPA has to come today yeah, yeah, otherwise Bitcoin. I'm deleting this entire oh Bitcoin that's fine that's fine <laughs> thank you Clyde alright bye okay and back to normal programming on this week's episode we will be talking about two women who dressed up as grannies and tried to get vaccinated in Florida <laughs> also experts have warned that falling sperm count is threatening humanity's survival oh my lord And finally, an Arizona man is accused of faking his own kidnapping to evade work. So, two really funny news pieces, but one very scary news. So, we'll uh, kind of keep uh, the scary news in between the funny news. It's like a sandwich to kind of just avoid the the seriousness on this podcast. But, uh, going to the first news, uh, two women uh, from Florida, they dressed up as grannies and uh, they went to get vaccines. And uh, apparently, uh, these two women were 34 and 44 years respectively. Uh, They slipped through and were able to get the first shot despite being under 65 years. (laughs) Uh, They were caught when they came for the second shot okay and these two women were dressed up as grannies complete with bonnets and gloves nothing mentioned about saggy boobs and knitting gear over here okay <laughs> like the granny from Sylvester and Tweety I mean cause come on when a 34 year old I mean firstly I don't know why the 44 year old had to uh, do any effort or make any effort to look like a granny she's 44 so she's already almost a granny and <laughs> I can crack this joke because I'm 32 I'm, I'm still just another 12 years away so yeah but anyways so uh, the 34 year old uh, also I mean they just wore bonnets and gloves I mean that doesn't they got the first shot so I don't know how the people who are administering the shot couldn't kind of identify that these guys are not 65 plus i mean a 34 year old doesn't look that old unless this 34 year old was lacking a lot of sleep then maybe yes she was looking like a 65 year old then she has bad genes so i think in addition to taking the vaccine for the for covid she should take other uh, medicines as well to kind of look younger because yeah the health officials very easily just gave them the first shot and then at the second time when they came back that's when they caught them i think uh, the second time they must have jumped up and given high fives and they must have been like wait a second these are 65 year olds they're not supposed to jump up like fred flintstone but what lengths are people going to to get the vaccine i mean uh, first people are like no i i don't want the vaccine vaccine i'm scared and and you know bill gates has has made covid and blah 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 and now people are pretending to be grannies in order to get the vaccine 
like if i had to kind of uh, like i from what i heard they are going to start giving vaccines to 60 year olds from march in india so i'm 32 obviously i don't look 60 so if i have to look 60 i think i would have to or if i would have to get the vaccine if i was so like worried about my health and stuff i would have to dye my my dreads white <laughs> uh, and i would have to like wear those old suspenders and you know maybe wear a t-shirt uh, of i don't know Mick Jagger saying that Mick Jagger was in school with me because I I cannot look that old and I, I think the health officials in India will be smart enough they'll be like no obviously you can't be 65 because you have a full head of hair and 65 year olds don't have so much hair like just last week there was another news where this Chinese smuggler had uh, sold 58 units of fake vaccines and the bottles contained just saline it was salt water. and people actually bought that so suddenly the vaccine is is become the in demand thing even though people were first very apprehensive of taking the vaccine but now people are like forget it i'll just buy it off the dark web as well but you know i'm i'm sure when these uh, two ladies were going out of their homes their neighbors must have thought wait a second it's not halloween why are these people uh, dressing up as as old people is there a fancy dress competition or are, are they like playing a part in a play or or some skit or something but later when they must have read the news they will be like oh okay <laughs> they were trying to fool the government and get early vaccines i think what these people should have done was they should have made friends with some 65 plus year olds and you know gone in that group so had they gone with a group of maybe seven people from where five were 65 plus and these two were 34 and 44 respectively then the officials would be like eh, they look young but they are with old people so yeah maybe they are old Okay I'm not giving you guys any ideas but yeah just just let the old people and all the other important people who are actually you know on the front line doing all the the hard work for patients and stuff get the vaccines first and then later when it's your time you can get the vaccine until that time you can uh, contact the chinese smuggler and get the saline and uh, moving on to the next very serious news experts have warned that falling sperm count is threatening humanity's survival wait you know what that means right we don't need to save the planet for our grandkids cuz we are not going to have any grandkids so go out and start polluting okay okay wait i'm just kidding <laughs> don't don't go out and and uh, start polluting the area and the planet uh, it's it's a scary news so a 2017 study found that sperm counts in the west had dropped by 59% between 1973 and 2011 the study also says that this can drop to 0% by 2045 that's just 24 years from now I mean I don't know how true uh, this uh, particular study is because obviously it's not like we will not be able to have babies after 2045 but there is a decline uh, in uh, the sperm count and I've read about that somewhere else as well but not uh, this steep because uh, yeah if we cannot have babies after 2045 then <laughs> what do we do I mean uh, sperm banks <laughs> there's going to be so much of employment for guys you know and uh, obviously if uh, sperms are, are going to be scarce then there's going to be a demand for for the elite sperm which is uh, celebrity sperm so there's going to be a black market for that as well where people uh, are going to be you know like uh, buying uh, just like they were buying the vaccines uh, from a smuggler they will be buying sperms of maybe celebrities uh, on the black market but there's also a possibility that there will be counterfeit uh, sperms just like there are counterfeit vaccines and and bags and everything fake so uh, you might buy uh, a sperm of uh, Keanu Reeves but uh, you'll be shocked later when your kid who's born ends up looking like Kevin Hart but what is the exact reason for this decline in the sperm count pollution uh, uh, processed foods <laughs> pesticides a uh, lot of porn let's just check the internet about this 
Okay, on Google it says the decline in sperm quality uh, did reflect a shift in societal patterns in sexual behavior, the prevalence of recreational drugs and preferences for marriages and fatherhood. Okay, this is too boring. I don't know. Hopefully this theory that uh, by 2045 uh, we can't have kids at all because the sperm count will become zero. I hope that is not true because then we will have to actually artificially, you know, like freeze uh, eggs, uh, not eggs, but actually I think sperms. You'll have to actually like keep uh, sperms frozen in sperm banks for years on years together till they can actually get the sperm count back to to uh, the normal percentage. And uh, just like I was watching Superman the other day, Man of Steel, uh, they stopped having natural births uh, on Krypton, uh, Krypton, uh, and uh, they started having uh, these babies born in this huge chamber and stuff. I'm not saying that that will happen and we'll become as civilized <laughs> and technologically advanced as Krypton. But uh, yeah, eventually it will go to that where you will go to a sperm bank and you'll have to choose a sperm and then have artificial insemination and then have a baby. Shit, so then we as as men need to make an effort to uh, increase the sperm count. So I just went onto the internet and I typed how to increase and the first thing that comes out is sperm count below that is breast size and then again sperm count by food sperm count naturally sex time sperm count so sperm count is is very important i think a lot of guys are checking this on google right now so yeah there are a lot of uh, supplements that you can take but i think the basic things include exercising regularly okay i'll do that get enough vitamin c okay i'll eat some oranges uh, relax and minimize stress okay i'll just sleep a lot and uh, not think about my ex get enough vitamin d okay i'll stay out in the sun take fenugreek supplements Okay, this I'll need to order from Amazon. I'm going to do all the things that I can to increase my sperm count because I don't want the Lazarus gene to stop. I mean, we are known in the Bible for coming back from the dead. But what if <laughs> we can't have any babies at all? So yeah, I don't want that to happen and I want more Lazarus babies to come ahead. So I'll take every precaution that I can myself and I hope guys listening to the podcast also will take enough precaution to keep the sperm count strong and have strong babies in the future. <clears throat> Men from around the world, if you are listening to this podcast, it's time for us to rise up, raise our... Okay, I think that was wrong. But yeah, we just need to uh, increase our sperm count by by regularly exercising and taking less stress and vitamin C, vitamin D, fenugreek. Just check it out on the internet. Just like the previous guy should have also checked out on the internet excuses to get away from work. Basically, the third news is about this man from Arizona who pretended to be kidnapped just so he could avoid work. So police found this guy named uh, Brendan tied up with his own belt and a bandana stuffed in his mouth and uh, he first said that two people had kidnapped him but uh, later when the police couldn't find any evidence they checked uh, uh, the security camera near his house there was there was no footage of him being being punched or taken hostage uh, so later he admitted that he did it himself because he wanted to get out of his job basically i, I think he had uh, taken two to three days off and then obviously he didn't have any excuse to give at work so he just tied himself up uh, and uh, slept alongside the road and waited for someone to to come and you know find him so he could tell oh i was kidnapped for two to three days brilliant because <laughs> he immediately got fired and yeah so now he wanted to get out of his job right he's out permanently i think this this brendan guy didn't think this through uh, completely because uh, yeah because obviously after finding you alongside the road with your hand tied with a belt and you know the way that he was talking about they would go and and do some investigation so he should have you know kind of thought this out completely like right from point a to point z he just missed out everything and went straight to point z where he's on the road <laughs> 
see had he watched a lot of these crime shows he would have a lot of things to kind of keep uh, ready for the, for the cops and and investigators to make it seem real yeah but he must have been binge watching wonder vision i think that's why he missed out on all these uh, extra things that he could have added to his kidnapping case to make it look real but you know getting down to the basic fact of of uh, excuses that people uh, give at work just to to kind of take a day off like my brother uh, the other day he was uh, he just randomly you know uh, started asking me you know think up of a nice excuse uh, to give to my boss uh, i don't want to go to work tomorrow i said but you're working from home then he's like yeah but you know i just don't want to work from home as well i just want to chill and watch some movies and all so i'm like okay um, lose motion food poisoning he's like lose motion i've tried food poisoning i've not tried till today i said yeah food poisoning is quite easy you say i ate something bad and i started puking it's not like they're going to ask you for puke samples and all right and uh, but the real master in this excuse giving game to his boss at least in our family was my dad because my dad has killed everybody uh, from my mom's side and his side of the family by by killed i mean uh, he has told his boss that he is going to their funeral even though these guys are still alive and he actually had uh, not an excel sheet but a paper on which he had written all these these uh, names of people who has he has killed today uh, or said that they have died and he is going for their funeral so that in case he uses them in the future uh, it, it you know it doesn't like become a repeat thing where the boss is like hey, wait a second didn't your mother in law pass away like uh, 6 months back oh no uh, oh yeah. sir i am married twice so this is my second mother in law <laughs> uh, no my dad didn't say that he obviously kept track he's he's very smart but i, I just hope he hasn't told his boss that his kids are dead so because uh, <laughs> that would be really silly that he has said that just to get a day off uh, from work to watch a cricket match so if you guys are going to give an excuse to your boss uh, for not coming to work and if some stupid person is planning to say that he's kidnapped please uh, kind of prepare everything right from the start till the end so the cops do don't kind of uh, you know make you confess that you did this just to get a day off and then eventually get your whole life off from work because you're going to be fired soon so yeah just kind of prepare this well watch a lot of crime shows to get a lot of ideas and stuff or you can just use uh, the food poisoning excuse that that works out all the time on that very note we come to an end of episode 28 of the dread indian show please go and check out clyde's third book which is susigad the goan art of contentment you can find this on amazon and uh, on other leading uh, book websites it's a really fun book like i said in the start if you like goa and anything goan just go and buy this book it will take you straight there and considering that uh, we all are stuck in the lockdown and can't travel to goa i think this is the best option and like i had said in the previous episode i'm going to recommend a movie uh, at the end of every podcast so this week's movie would be godzilla and also then uh, the movie after that which is godzilla king of monsters and then kong skull island the reason i'm recommending all these uh, movies from the monster verse as they call them is because uh, godzilla versus kong is is going to release on march 25th and i'm really excited excited about that i'm going to go and watch that in the theater i have not watched a movie in the theater for a long time and i'm really excited to watch these big guys on the theater cuz anyways they're huge and then the theater is huge so yeah it's going to be a fun movie overall but uh, you know for people who don't know about i think everybody knows about godzilla and kong basic but please go and watch both these movies it's real fun and what i'm going to be doing on the weekend is uh, so in the last uh, one month or so i've been doing a lot of uh, stand up performances and uh, i'm going to be putting out a video uh with jokes from from all those performances so that's going to be out uh, tomorrow or something so please uh if you've not uh, subscribed to my youtube channel go 
to youtube uh type dread indian and you know the you can check out all my content over there in addition to this new video that's going to be out on igtv and youtube and stuff and uh, a lot more stand-up videos are going to come out out of my dreads a lot of content is going to start coming out going forward so yeah just go and uh, subscribe to dread indian on youtube and uh, yeah have a great weekend and don't pretend to be grannies just to get the vaccine okay <laughs> so on that way note take care and keep smiling Congratulations, you are a lucky listener who will win 1,000 US. <laughs> Why would anyone win 1,000 US dollars just for listening to a podcast? But thank you for listening to the Dread Indian Show. And if you guys like the podcast, make sure you subscribe on the EP Log Media website or your favorite podcast streaming apps such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan or any other streaming app that you use. If you use Apple Podcasts, do rate and review the Dread Indian Show. It helps other people discover the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pornhub? <laughs> Not on Pornhub yet. But you can follow me on all these social medias at Dread Indian. So sexy people, see you next week. Take care and keep smiling.